0: Alright everybody, what a week it was. You've got the BCB Sports Podcast on. Thanks for listening. We've got a lot to get to this show. I know we're ready for it, so let's get after it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is BCB Sports Podcast. We got Mike here and we got Brendan. Unfortunately, Cordell is taking a small break this week, so you're going to have to bear with us if it goes a little slow. Hopefully we can kick it up for you. Brendan, what, what do you got to say about this week? Uh, not much. It was National
1: Signing Day today in college football. We saw a lot of big things. Uh, Scott Frost with a nice top 25 class for his school in his first year. My boy Herm Edwards had a decent class at ASU. I expected a little more from him, but he got fifth in the Pac-12 is what they rated that. That's not bad. Yeah. Fifth in the Pac-12 for your first year.
0: That's Nebraska and Arizona State. I've... For both of those teams, it's looking strong moving forward at the yep, very least. I like the progress they made. Oklahoma
1: had a big day. Florida had a nice day at the end. You never know. It'll be big to see who winds up transferring. I know Justin Fields did wind up getting on the portal or whatever it is, so he can now be contacted by coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he isn't definitely transferring, but he is the backup at Georgia right now, and he was the number one recruit coming in that year, or yeah. number one quarterback recruit coming in that year. So every
0: school in the country is going to be talking to him. Yeah. Every single school. Yeah. That's, well, that's something, it seems like a growing trend now. You saw how much it benefited Alabama that they were able to keep Jalen Hurts. But you see a lot of these, these college programs where they're having their, their quarterbacks sometimes who get replaced or their backup quarterbacks who are highly rated, that just move on. They move on to a different team, which, good idea for them if they're going to get playing time, but it leaves a lot of these higher-profile programs kind of wondering what they're going to do with the position. I know Clemson had a game this year where their starter from last year, Kelly Bryant, left the program, and as soon as he did, the very next game against Syracuse, their starter got injured, and they had to turn to their third string worked well for them but I think you're going to see a lot of these teams struggle to keep some of these higher profile guys.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. That's that's become a big part of this now is the transfers. You mm-hmm. see teams taking advantage of that all the time. Those transfer students are huge to these program success. I think they were saying Oklahoma had 3 kids come in this year that made the the that transferred to Oklahoma mm-hmm. and made the All Big 12 team. That's that's huge. That's yeah. That's giant that's bigger than your recruiting class.
0: yeah yeah, honestly if you can pull three starters, three uh, even average starters from your freshman group I think you're doing pretty well that year. So yeah, if you can just pull those guys from a different program where they've already been developed, you don't have to worry about more it more power to you. yeah exactly and I know Alabama's definitely been one of those teams that's had a great great job identifying some of those guys, bringing them in, immediately into the fold guys like jaron reed who are now in the nfl like these guys are out there and you can see a lot of these programs are kind of turning to that rather than recruiting and developing they're just going to bring a guy in who's already pretty much a complete package so moving on to our to our nfl segment there hasn't been much in college so we're going to move move right along uh looking at last week So Brent, Brendan, what what did you see last week? I know your your Cowboys struggled a little bit. You wanna talk a little bit about that game? I mean, there's I I don't
1: know. I've never seen a game where the box score looked so different and the teams on the field played I don't wanna say similarly because clearly the Colts won the game twenty three to nothing, but like Mm -hmm. you were watching the game. And the Cowboys just looked like they were kind of giving it away. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a blocked field goal on that first drive. Then you go down the field. They drop a touchdown. I mean, Zeke fumbles the ball. They can't pick up any of those. I think they picked up one of those fourth down fourth. They had three fourth and ones that they didn't pick up. Like just, just yeah. brutal. They were making it onto the cold side of the field almost every possession. Mm-hmm. It's not like they didn't move the ball. They just scored zero
0: points. It was yeah.
1: I don't I've never seen anything like that.
0: That's and I think just like maybe the last couple weeks haven't been exactly who the Cowboys are. This is not who the Cowboys are either. They they definitely lie somewhere in the middle. They're an above-average group who can play fantastic defense, but clearly have limitations to say the least on offense. I know for my myself, the game I was really excited for is to see the Rams kind of pull together against the eagles last week in prime time which they just did not do nick Foles took him behind the woodshed for most of the game they ended up making it closer at the end but really watching this game like it just was never that close there the eagles were the better team on that field and it was clear and it begs the question and we'll talk about it a little more like what what's going on are they are the rams kind of faltering are they stepping back a little bit? Are they not nearly as good as we thought they were? I'm gonna see. What What do you think? <laughs> Honestly, the Eagles played a
1: played the game well. They had a good game plan going in. The Rams, I, I don't know. I'm gonna chalk it up as just just another game. I'm not too worried about it yet. Mm-hmm. This is this is the issue though. When you create all-star teams like this, stuff like this happens. You don't have the depth that mm-hmm. everybody else has. So injuries happen guys miss some time, things don't exactly jive the way you need them to. This happens because you don't have other players to fall back on. Yeah. So the Cowboys they they miss three offensive linemen. They have a little bit of depth there. Everybody's still talking about them being a good offensive line.
0: Yeah. Well, that's I guess that brings us into our next segment. Legit or quit, do we think that the Rams are legit or are they starting to to kind of quit on this season? And should you stop stop betting on them, I guess? So, they're still legit. The Rams are still...
1: Like we said, they still are an all-star team. Mm-hmm. They are very talented. The issue is that nobody is going into New Orleans and winning. Yeah. I know we've seen them not play great previously last week. They got a nice win. But this this Saints team is not going to lose... In New Orleans, like I, I don't care what anyone says. If New Orleans gets the number one seed, it is over. Mm. You're not going in there and beating them. Like I don't care. I know the Cowboys have already beaten them. That was in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I don't. I'm a Cowboys fan. There's no shot. I'll watch the game and I'll pretend. I like. I'll get excited. I'll get excited when the game's close. Mm-hmm. But they will not win. Chicago's not
0: going in there and winning. I don't care how. I don't care how creative <laughs> Nagy is. Well, that's that's unfortunate because they would only need one game more to secure the number one seed. That that being said, I I do also I think the Rams are okay. And the only reason, the only reason I'd be less high on the Saints right now is, a lot of the time, losing is kind of the best, the best fix. You 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 can see a lot of those issues that have maybe stuck around all season and you don't focus on because you're winning. You win 12-9 against the, the Panthers and suddenly it's still a win. Oh, well, yeah, we didn't play our, our best game, but your players never, to me, develop that hunger. That's why I think for a lot of these teams, it's better to lose in the regular season and figure out what's wrong. Going, and the the Patriots have done this for years. It's like you lose when it doesn't matter as much, especially if you play in a weaker division where luckily the Rams do that. They play in a weak division. They can they can lose games now. They can figure out their kinks. They can go into the playoffs, resting their players if they really want to, and they'll still be okay. I I think you're probably right. I don't think the Saints lose in the Superdome, but I think that I think what we've seen from them the last couple weeks is they do have they have issues. They're maybe not as glaring, but... I'm just thinking about it logically. If they're the one seed, yeah, they get a bye week.
1: Yeah. So they get an extra week to prepare for the team coming in, and they get an extra <laughs> week to get healthy. They get an extra week to game plan. There's, there's no way that team goes into New Orleans and beats them. And then the next week... I'm presuming you're still more healthy than the other team because you've still had that rest. Yeah. And you're still in New Orleans. There's no way, man. You don't have to
0: travel. You haven't made. I I think you haven't it made. It would take a perfect storm to beat the Saints. What I think you would need to play a perfect game, and Drew Brees would need to not play. And we'll we'll move into this a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> we'll move into this a little bit more when we when we fully preview our our playoff picture as it stands. But I'd say in order for them to lose right now, they would have to play a team like Dallas their first game. They'd have to get beat up, and then they'd have to play a team like the current Chiefs. We'll say the Rams if they're playing at their potential. They would have to go those back-to-back, and I think they could lose. I don't think it's right. likely. You, I think you would need the Cowboys to basically fall
1: on a sword and be like, go in there. You guys are the most physical team in the NFL. Just, just physical. Yeah. Just, you guys are going to lose. You're it's not, fine. Yeah. But just play your game. Play your game. Don't change it up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and I think the, the second game you'd be able to see within the first probably 10 minutes if that game could be won. Because if the Rams go in and Todd Gurley runs the ball six times and they score a touchdown, that's a game that, You'd be like, okay, all right, I believe it. Well, uh, well, hold off, uh, holding off on, <laughs> on the playoffs a little bit more. So we're going to head into our one-word segment where we preview this coming week's games by giving them a one-word assessment or one-phrase assessment and try to elaborate a little bit on it as to how we think games are going to go and why we think you should watch. So, Brendan, why don't you, you kick us off with our, our first game, Redskins versus Titans. Why should we watch this game? Saturday. It's a Saturday game, Heim. We have them. Saturday
1: football. But this is what's important. Mm. It's Saturday in Tennessee's home, and they need to win. This is a very important game. You guys need to stay focused. I know it's not Sunday. Mm -hmm. You cannot come out flat this game. You can't come out flat. I know this is the perfect look-over game because the Redskins are just – terrible right now they are just decimated by injuries they don't have an offensive line they don't have a quarterback behind it it's mm. it's just horrible for them i feel terrible but tennessee do not take this game lightly yeah that's i I, it, it, <laughs> I think if it was on sunday i wouldn't be as worried that's a normal week it's a normal game this saturday time slot freaks me out a little bit mm. it's not it's it's not even a night game it's a day game i don't like that either yeah i I don't know. I I expect them to to win. They are the <laughs> they are
0: clearly the better team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm a little nervous. That's this this is definitely Tennessee is just that sort of team that they will not play this sort of game the way they should. They should bury the zone. Right.
1: Guns. This is a game where you play down your competition, and
0: you you can't do that. You need to score the touchdowns. Like, if you get in the red zone, please put the ball away. If if this isn't like a 1917 game in the last 30 seconds with someone kicking a field goal, I this is just prime opportunity for that sort of game. Right. The Titans should win this football game, and I totally agree. It's going <laughs> to come down. like that's, that's what sucks. I feel like you're... hot oh yeah (laughs) so moving on to our next game the Ravens and the Chargers so this this is a good game this is going to affect our playoff picture looking ahead but this game is all about next man up for me because you've seen it with the Ravens you saw it last week with the Chargers the Ravens for the last five games have started Lamar Jackson well this being the fifth game have started Lamar Jackson and results have been up and down But as a team, they have definitely, they've changed their identity in a way that I think benefits them moving forward. They're a defensive, run-the-ball team. And with Joe Flacco, that was not apparent. Now they have an identity, and I like where they're going. The Chargers, on the other hand, have also developed an identity, but their next man up is their receiving core. It's their receiving core, their running backs, their offensive weapons. Keenan Allen goes down, Mike Williams steps up. They're both their running backs, Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon Justin
1: Jackson steps up. Go
0: down. That... Justin Jackson steps up. They're a team that has depth, and that's going to suit them super well when they go to the playoffs because they can let their stars get healthy and not worry about and it. Guess who might come back?
1: Hunter Henry. They're not ruling it out. They're not ruling it they're out. They're not ruling it out. Probably not back for the first game, mm-hmm. but they're not ruling them out of the playoffs
0: which I, do you bring him back though? Antonio Gates has looked, you know, spry for a 45 year old. If you, if you can,
1: there's no way you don't don't grab him, right? You got to at least throw him out there a few plays as a, he's, he's a phenomenal player.
0: Even if he's not a hundred percent, he's a decoy out there. And that's, I know Cordell is a hundred percent on the Hunter Henry Mm. train as is Stephen A. Smith, so they, <laughs> they're they, eleven and three though. So he wasn't actually necessary, but it's fine. Exactly, it's exactly. Fine. So, <laughs> moving on to our next game, we've got the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Brendan, what what are you feeling about this one? Relapse, please, Dallas. You're back home. Don't
1: relapse. This is this is the team you are. Don't. This is a new identity. This is a new season. This is a new Dallas. We're not going to continue to lose. Put the season away. Put it away. Lock up the division. End it. Message
0: to Jerry Jones.
1: End it. (laughs) Run the football. Jam it down. Jameis' throw. Just, just play good defense. Mm
0: -hmm. Play
1: good defense. Play your style. If the Buccaneers score a lot early, do not panic. Mm -hmm. do not panic you saw it last week they scored 17 points or whatever it was super fast and then i don't think scored in the second half don't panic and stop running the football if you get down
0: yeah because that is because you guys you guys are good at it. For them to lose yeah (laughs) that's i yeah i have nothing to add to that game just a message to jerry jones take that to heart right and Jameis (laughs) winston you're playing to stay a buccaneer what do you got for me yeah that's Moving on to our next game, we've got the Vikings and the Lions. So my phrase here is going to be standing pat. Because for weeks, it seemed like the Vikings have been on the precipice, just waiting to get pushed over, waiting to fall out of playoff contention. And they continue to stand pat. They continue to be in the hunt, not convincingly, but they're there. They're there, they're hanging around, and they look... Last week, they put the running game a little bit more together... It's, it'll be good to see where this team goes during the playoff time come Week 16 and 17. And then on the other side, you've got the Lions, who are once again at the bottom of the division. <laughs> they're, they're back to their old ways. They're standing pat right where they are, and I guess it's fitting because now they actually have an expat on the sidelines who's helping them stay there. The Lions
1: are pissing me off because I want Kenny Galladay to play like that every week. Mm-hmm. He had a great week last week. He he looks like a phenomenal talent. I don't know why he doesn't have those numbers every week. I don't know what the deal is there. Mm-hmm. Is it hard to get him involved? Is he not engaged? Like what is the what is going on? I I just don't get it and the same thing with the Vikings. You guys should be blasting people like that every week. Yeah. You are a phenomenal football team. You guys are an all-star team too. Look at the roster. Mm-hmm. Are you guys freaking kidding me? You can't figure this out? Yeah. That should be how you beat teams every week. And you should have beat them by more cuz Kirk Cousins throws a pick six on a screen pass right to him. Mm-hmm. You got to stop doing that, Cousins. I'm sick
0: of defending you. Yes. This <laughs> this game this game should go to the Vikings, but Division game, you got to figure it's a closer one than it should be. Mm. Moving on to our next one, Falcons versus Panthers. Yikes. Okay, what do you got, Brendan? Smart.
1: Panthers came out today, said Cam Newton will be shut down for the year. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because six weeks through the season, I think my word was probably Cam VP or something like that because MVP? he was playing that yeah, well.
0: Probably Because
1: he was playing that well. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that game? Because he looked horrible. He looks so visibly hurt, Mm -hmm. it is ridiculous. And people are like, well, his mechanics aren't good. Yeah, I know his mechanics aren't great. He's never been the best mechanically. Mm -hmm. But that's why it shows even more when he's injured. Because he is not mechanically there. He relies on his physical tools. Mm -hmm. And if his arm isn't 100%, he is twerking his whole freaking body on every throw. He's barely even looking at the receiver
0: when he throws. It is... It is tough to watch because it's that bad. And and to that point, I think sometimes he can get away with it and people give him a lot of crap, but I think if you give we'll say Drew Brees, Tom Brady, that like that level of caliber of player really, the same sort of injury, they're shut down for this season. They they don't right. have the physical tools other than that to compensate for it a lot of the time. So he goes out there he is a warrior. He's Big Ben-esque in that, except that Big Ben is, it's more obvious because Big Ben turns into running hummus right. as soon as he gets hurt. He, he moves so slowly, there's no way he can't be hurt. Yeah, and the one thing is,
1: I need Cam to stop whining in his post-game interviews after losses. Yes. I will give him one thing. He did not blame his injury. Mm-hmm. He did not. And I'll give him that. He he kind of he kind of put it on his shoulders, and, and he didn't want to blame the injury. Mm-hmm. But I need you to stop whining when you're up there. I understand you're upset. You just lost. You're hurt. It sucks because you guys were in the playoff hunt. You were a playoff team at the beginning of the year, and you got hurt, and the whole thing fell apart. Mm-hmm. And that sucks because
0: Christian McCaffrey had a hell of a season. Yeah. And it's going to be fun watching him moving forward moving on to our next game we're gonna look at the texans and the eagles i'm gonna take this one this game is all about momentum because these these are two two teams that rely heavily on the running game and the defense and you've seen the whole year the texans had momentum for days they won on a 10 game winning streak following a three game losing streak they won last week wasn't the prettiest win against the jets but they got the win But at the same time, the Eagles, after thrashing the Rams, really, like, they look like they've got it. They look like they've got their mojo back. I heard Chris Collinsworth before the game talking about maybe bringing in Nick Foles is going to give them some of that mojo back. And I I don't necessarily buy into that. This team is clearly different, clearly weaker to me than that team last year. But they had momentum going into (laughs) this game. They believed in him, and it was obvious. Yeah, they actually, they, they didn't look bad. No. Uh,
1: I I don't, I don't know. I think it is a lot to do with Nick Foles. I don't know. They call the game different with him in there. Mm-hmm. It is a totally different offense. Like, they're not, I don't know. I don't know why they run it like that, but they do.
0: I'll say the fact that I think that Nick Foles is not as comfortable with some of the weapons that to me, Alshon Jeffrey is your best receiver, and I know Zach Ertz is great, but he is the safer option. Alshon Jeffrey, while he hasn't been involved, as involved in the game plan recently, especially considering injuries earlier in the season, he is someone who needs to be involved Nick in Foles this team. Nick Foles yeah, yeah, and yeah, Nick yeah. Foles trusts him. He trusted him in the Super Bowl last yeah. year, all in the playoff run. That's a player that takes this Eagles team to the next level offensively especially
1: it's safer though because Zach Ertz is a better route runner and he's always open
0: yeah (laughs) and and that's yeah it's just that they're they to to get it to Alshon Jeffrey I don't want to say he's like
1: Michael Thomas but you got to put it more on on the body I mean he'll go and get it from anywhere yeah but you gotta he's gonna be a little more covered. So mm-hmm. you have to trust yourself to make the throw. And you're right, Nick Foles is out there. He's he knows he's a backup. He doesn't really care. He just kinda goes out and slings it.
0: Yeah. He does not <laughs> not play encumbered. He he definitely right. he just and lets it go. <laughs>
1: I don't know how long Carson Wentz was one hundred percent this year. So it's tough for me to blame Carson Wentz for not throwing the ball to Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, because and the- and he was Alshon Jeffrey was hurt for a little bit too. So like, it,
0: I get it. Yeah. Well, moving on to our next game, we've got the suddenly resurgent Colts against the suddenly stumbling Giants of New York or New Jersey. <laughs> Brendan, what what do you got for me? Saquon, can you shut down the? to
1: be rookie of the year? Mm. Maybe? I guess it's a little premature after a what, 30-yard week. Maybe
0: offensive rookie of the year. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> he had what, 38 rushing yards last week? I think that's what it was. Um and the Colts have a very good defense and a middle linebacker by the name of Darius Leonard who is the best in the league right now. I don't I don't know anyone else doing it better than him. He has the most tackles in the NFL this year. He would have had the most tackles in the NFL last year already, and he's still got two games left. Mm. And he took a horrible Colts defense, and that defense looks good. They got a shutout last week.
0: Yeah. That that for the Colts is historical. So, so
1: that's going to be the game plan because the Giants are going to look to get Saquon Barkley the ball. Apparently, the Colts can pass on you or run on you. Yeah. I, like, I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe they can't pass on you anymore. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm sure Andrew Luck's going to be fine. So, the Colts look like a well-rounded team all of a sudden. Yeah. Don't know where that came from. And they just need to not have a down week here. If you shut down Saquon Barkley, you're
0: going to win this game. I, I'll i throw one thing in there before we move on to our next one. I, I want to see if there's a prop bet. That is, Darius Leonard tackles. Because if the Giants game plan the same way they have recently, Saquon's going to touch the ball a lot. He's going to touch the ball a lot on runs, and he's going to touch the ball a lot on short passes. Who's going to cover him? Darius Leonard is going to be there. Like If he he gets fewer than 15 tackles, I'd kind of be surprised. Assisted tackles, obviously not solo. That'd be insane. But, moving on to our next game, we've got the Bengals and the Browns. Whew. So this game to me is about bragging rights. The Browns technically are still in the hunt. They could f- potentially still make the playoffs. Maybe not in the best position this year. But this game may be a switching of the guard for the bottom of the NFC North, or excuse me, AFC North. And I think the the Browns are still heated about Hugh Jackson. I. I think that they'll still play hard. Judging on how the first game of this series went this year, they're going to be ready for this game. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with you. All right, Brendan, do you want to take the next one? It's the uh the latest It's the season. Battle of the Bills. The Battle of the Bills, <laughs> exactly. We got the
1: Bills versus Bill Belichick, and quite frankly, that's what this Patriots team is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand how good tom brady is i get the greatness he's phenomenal i haven't seen him make decisions like this before i saw him throw a ball off his back foot to gronk out of nowhere Mm. for no reason inside the red zone tom brady's never done that in his life okay i like (laughs) seriously it's not Mm -hmm. his physical tools aside it's not about that with him like the same thing with Peyton Manning. It wasn't about the physical tools. It's that they are smarter and work harder, and they know everything. Mm-hmm. They're they're just smarter than everyone else. And last week, he didn't he didn't look smarter than everyone else. And looks like a big dummy out he's there. He's taken all these pay cuts. Yeah. Not everybody's saying he doesn't have any weapons. Well, what's he taking pay cuts for? Who are they paying?
0: Yeah. Like
1: I don't I haven't looked at their salaries or anything, but. The big thing is, oh, Bill Belichick always gets rid of guys before he
0: has to pay them, and uh, the, well, then where the hell's the money? Like, who's who's good on that team? I think I think this is an issue where, for so many years, they gave Belichick total control. He had his say of whoever he wanted to keep or sit, or keep or whoever he wanted to leave. They were gone if he didn't want them there. Right. And this year, I think, really, I guess over the past two years, Brady's been flexing his muscles with Robert Kraft a little bit more than he's done in the past and Belichick wanted to get rid of Gronk. He didn't want him there this year and we're seeing now Why he didn't want him there. He's he's old. He looks old and you know, he's got a couple good games mixed in there, but He is not nearly the weapon that they could get for the the salary that they're paying him and I think that's. I'm telling you, I, I think Bill Belichick's going to retire soon. I think he'll leave there's, the Patriots.
1: There's, why is he going to put up with this bullshit anymore? This is ridiculous. You, they made me trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, yeah. If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm freaking Bill Belichick. I'm the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. I know I'm the greatest to ever do it. You make me trade my quarterback that I brought in, that mm. I liked, that we've groomed. Okay, <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> After I've already traded Jacoby Brissett, who... He Let's face it, an, yeah. also looks like a good quarterback right now. We're, talking, we're not talking about him for whatever reason. He shouldn't be a backup anymore. I don't know what's going on. Somebody mm. needs to look at him. But beside the point, they, he's talking about keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. They make him get rid of him. They make him keep Rob Gronkowski,
0: like you're saying. Why the hell does he got to deal with this anymore? Yeah. I, I don't think it's out outside of reality to let him go somewhere else. There's a coaching vacancy out there that he has historical ties to. The Browns, I know. I would love it. If he wants to go. I know. It's just, (laughs) it's an option that's out there, and it's not. It has to happen.
1: And you know what? If you're the Browns, I saw Doc Rivers get traded once. You can trade a coach. I didn't know you could, but Doc (laughs) Rivers got fucking traded. So if you're the Browns, I'm picking up the phone. I'll trade him
0: anything that's so i i wonder if he because if he goes to the browns wins a super bowl with the browns and then just flat retires is he the greatest coach yes that's is ever that, done we, it in, like he's the greatest
1: coach to ever do it in any sport
0: yeah <laughs> yeah okay enough of enough about the bills <laughs> the bills and bill belichick on to our <laughs> next game we have the packers and the, oh uh, yeah go josh allen real quick go josh allen <laughs> Well, uh, our next game, no, our next game's not going to happen. The Packers and the Jets have hopefully canceled the game <laughs> by the time of this recording. On to our next game. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Dolphins. The playoff picture Dolphins. London.
1: <laughs> this team's all about Jacksonville going to London, man. Like there, This is going to be a game in Florida, mm-hmm. and... Normally, when you have those kinds of games, you get some people from, you get some fans from the other team there a little bit. I don't expect that at all, <laughs> at all. Even in Miami, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this team's done. Jacksonville sucks, and Miami didn't look good back last week. I expect them to bounce back. I honestly expect them to trounce Jacksonville. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, they have a great defense. I think they're going to be mad that they just got beat up. And the Jaguars suck. They I, suck, dude. Yeah,
0: I would say that weird, their defense
1: is still talented,
0: but weirdly, the Dolphins know. <laughs> I think the Dolphins play. They know they're in the playoff hunt, so they're gonna lose. Well, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say they almost play the right way, where they don't play. They don't play up necessarily to their competition. They play the teams that they should beat they beat those teams and they, the lose, teams, yeah, they lose yeah they lose to the teams that are better than them they, they are they, who they think we are yeah they we know exactly <laughs> who they are they're an average team and they perform exactly how they should every week the patriots aren't a very good team they'll beat the patriots the the vikings are a better team right now they'll lose to the vikings like that's what they do they know their role and they know it well uh, moving on to our our next game we've got the bears and the 49ers to me, this is a trap game. That's what it is. It's a trap because... Tough chi- offense. Yeah, well, Chicago's coming off of their 49ers bug. They they finally beat them. They finally beat Aaron Rodgers. They're in the playoffs. They won the North. This is a prime position for them to be just flat. Flat as all. And Kyle Shanahan has shown that he That's can win with... Gar- Anything. Yeah, he can win
1: with garbage. I'm telling you, there is... I don't get... I. I don't get why how he ends games. I don't understand. Yeah. He might be the worst End offensive game. mind at closing games in NFL history, mm. but the other like three and a half quarters, yeah, he can win with anyone. Yeah, it is his offense is just so amazing, and. That Bears defense is really good, and that's going to be a super fun battle because you're going to be watching a 49ers offense where you're like, I don't really know any of these guys (laughs) go against an awesome Bears defense and compete.
0: And They're going to compete every play. Even as a 49ers fan, I feel like you don't know most of these guys. You, it's like, oh, George Kittle, I know him. Right. And that, and that's then everyone about, else! Everyone <laughs> else is like, oh, it's our third string running back and our fourth string wide receiver. That's weird. Which, by the way, the backup tight end had a better week than George Kittle did last week. A little nugget of knowledge for you. Heads up to <laughs> you fantasy owners out there. Uh, moving on, we've got the ooh, the Rams and the Cardinals. Brendan, why don't you you handle this one? I don't want to talk about the Rams. You don't want to talk about the the Rams? I'm not gonna watch them for two weeks. I'm gonna let let them figure things out, and I'll watch them during the playoffs. Rejuvenated. Oh, okay. I hope you're right. Or unless you're talking about the Cardinals. I'm
1: definitely not talking <laughs> about the Cardinals.
0: No, dude. I'm still I'm still so mad at them. Yeah.
1: Byron Leftwich still won't let Josh Rosen sling it. What are you guys doing? Cordell told me that you're saving it for next season. I'm not buying it. Not buying it, you're trying to hide all your tricks up your sleeve Byron Left, foot. you don't have any tricks, man. This is ridiculous. I like you have a young quarterback and a young offensive coordinator who's doing it for the first time. How are you not throwing the ball like a million times a game? Yeah. I just don't understand. There's so much discipline. Just relax a little, man. They're have so some cute. fun. <laughs> and the Rams the Rams really need to get back on that winning horse. They gotta look good. Like yeah. I don't want them to win. I want them to look good. They could lose this game. Screw it. I don't really care. I need them
0: to look good this week. Mm-hmm. If they look good, they're going to win. Because so. yeah. <laughs> the Cardinals aren't good. If if they get right, this <laughs> this should be an easy game. Uh, moving on to our next game. This is a big one. We got the Steelers and the Saints. This game, to me, is all about defense. Because both of these teams, their last two games, held teams to 10 and 9, respectively. Mm-hmm. That These teams can play some defense. I think that this is a game... That's a bit of a throwback. We're going to be seeing them run the ball, and we're going to see good defense. And I like it. We're, we're coming up on playoff time. It feels natural. Right. And the Saints, the Steelers have a great pass rush. They have, I
1: think they have the best pass rush in the NFL as far as sacks go. Um, we're second. They might be second. They might be second. The Chiefs. Weirdly. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But the, Chiefs are always up. <laughs> um, but the Steelers have a very good pass rush. I I think you're right. I think the Saints are going to have to try and run the ball on them. I think Pittsburgh's going to try and throw it on them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I I don't know why they would try and run it. I mean, I would expect them to throw. Mm-hmm. I I think this team's. I, I would expect Big Ben to throw the ball 50 times.
0: That's. I'll say. I think this this game is one where they have that that typical extension of the running yeah. game sort of pass. Oh, 100. So you're going to see a lot of Jalen Samuel. James Conner is on the mend, so you're yeah. going to see a lot of both of them. I think they've both proven that they deserve time on the field mm-hmm. to play. That's, he
1: played well last week. Oh, yeah. Um, next game, we got the Sunday night game. Kansas City is going into Seattle. And you know what my word for this week is? What? Home dog. Home dog in a primetime game. Mm. Chiefs, you lost last week. Chiefs. You're losing again this week. Two in a row. Russell Wilson is going to remind us after he got snubbed this week from the Pro Bowl. Russell Wilson's not on the Pro Bowl leading a Seahawks team to the playoffs Mm -hmm. that we all said wasn't any good. And if you said they were good, you're lying. (laughs) <laughs> you're a liar you thought they might have been decent because they had a decent defense and in Russell Wilson yeah but you thought they were young and gonna be bad
0: I did I know yeah, I did
1: absolutely then I don't blame you for it you thought they might have been 500 mm-hmm. that would have been a good season for them yeah but nope this team's looking at the playoffs and they need this one and they're gonna get it I I absolutely expect them to get this game
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah, I have nothing to add there. I I am also on the the uh, the Seahawks train for this one. I think that this is maybe not the worst time for the Chiefs to take a little step back. Right now, they're looking okay. They they'll have a first round bye if they can win one of these games coming up. They don't need to win this one. They do need to win their next game, and I think that they're not. They're I not. I don't know because oh, if, if the shoot, Chargers win right now.
1: Out. The char- if the Chargers win out, they have two games left. If the Chargers win their next two games, yeah. that's theirs. And I don't like the Chiefs if they're not one mm-hmm. of those top twos. Right. I yep. mean, I don't not like them because Eric Berry's going to be getting back and that team's going to be flying. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I do expect them to lose that game. That makes It makes the wild card very interesting in the AFC. It does.
0: I, yes. Walking that comment back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, moving on to our next game, we've got... The Raiders and the Broncos. This is about the cellar dwellers because this game, I think, is a preview of maybe two teams that are both trying to get right. The Broncos are a little little farther ahead in their production, or, excuse me, in their development. But I think that with all these picks, I think John Gruden's going to have the Raiders relevant before the Broncos are really relevant.
1: I think Oakland wins this game. I'm taking the home dog again. Uh, actually, I don't know if Oakland's the underdog. I'm I'm assuming they are. 100% I'm assuming the underdog. they're the underdog. I mean, no, yeah, barely two and a half points. That's barely, yeah. I'm, I think Oakland wins that game. They had a bad week last week. They didn't look very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you had seen them previously to that, they lost thirty to sixteen to the Bengals, if you, in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Okay, in Cincinnati, I'm not gonna say it was due. <laughs>
0: It did feel like
1: it. It felt like they were due, though. Um, But Derek Carr had quietly been putting up a few numbers where he might have been been throwing for over uh, 300 yards a game for Mm -hmm. a four-week stretch and uh, completing 70% of his passes over a three-week stretch um, when Amari Cooper went to Dallas. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're only hearing one side of that story because Amari Cooper's going off. Yeah. With Dallas, and they're a playoff team, and they're relevant. Whereas Derek Carr is putting up good numbers mm-hmm. in losing football games. He had a he didn't have a great week last week, but I think John Gruden and Derek Carr are starting to click a little bit. Yeah. And I I don't think Derek Carr is on the trading block. I know we've talked about that. I think he's, I think he's building this team around him. I think that's the only piece he's actually serious about keeping and I think you're right. I think he's going to get some talent in there this offseason from free agency and he's going to get some from of those some of those picks, man. I I'm assuming he he finds a a diamond eventually. Like, I mean, yeah. He's bound to stumble upon one, right? In this yeah. in
0: this draft. Oh, he I I think I think he knows what he's doing. I was surprised about the Reggie McKenzie move, but I think I think that overall, was a shitty situation because yes. Reggie
1: McKenzie made a good roster that kind of got blown up by John Gruden and Reggie McKenzie is a total casualty in this. Yes. Because it,
0: probably it good sucks. for his career because it sounds it sounded like he just couldn't I, extend or make sign. I
1: think he's right. I think he's going to be okay. I think somebody's going to sign him yeah. because I think they're going to look at the roster he had built previously mm-hmm. and how none of this is his fault. Yeah. And I think everybody thinks he got a raw, de- raw deal.
0: Yeah. yeah. I yeah, got to agree. Got to think if Hugh Jackson can get a job in the <laughs> NFL, Reggie McKenzie will be absolutely fine. All right. Well, that's that's all of our games for next week with those those uh, completed. We're going to move on to our playoff picture going to discuss a little bit of, about the wild card teams to start and then we're going to look at some of the tops of the division who may have already punched their ticket. So, Brendan, right now we've got for our wild card teams in the AFC, we've got the Los Angeles Chargers at 11 and 3 and the Baltimore Ravens at 8 and 6. Hot on their tail, we've got the Indianapolis Colts and Tennessee Titans, both 8 and 6, and then the Miami Dolphins at 7 and 7. You think uh, things are going to stand pretty much as they as they look, or do you think some of those teams are going to move around? Give me give me one of your movers. I expect the Colts to get in. I forget how I did it though. That's I I agree. I think right now the best team, the best potential mover, is the N- Indianapolis. It has Colts. to be the yeah. Colts get the Titans the last week
1: of the season. They're going to beat them.
0: The, you got to figure they they're, they're going to win the
1: next two weeks. They're going to go ten and six.
0: They are a team that's continuing to get better, which means. Who's falling out? Is, it has to be Baltimore. Because I think Baltimore loses this week to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Pittsburgh? You think Pittsburgh loses this week That's my, next week? That's my only look ahead. Because Pittsburgh, while they did look great against the the Patriots, we've seen they are prone to right. volatility. Right. The and
1: Ravens' defense, out of all of the units that we're talking about, is yeah. the most consistent unit. Yeah. So if you're going to hedge it that might not be a bad idea
0: (laughs) i that's so that's what i think is going to happen i think baltimore is going to step into the four spot as the last winner of the afc north i think that the chargers are going to stay in the chiefs Chiefs are going to stay in so i think the chargers win the west
1: and the the chiefs become a wild card team okay at 12 and 4 or whatever it would be for them
0: i i think it currently stays the way it is i think they both finish the season one and one they have a tiebreaker the the chiefs do the chiefs have it's the division wins right uh, tiebreaker and so they would keep the the one seed um and yeah i think that pittsburgh is going to drop out and i think the colts are going to take their spot which i also think is probably right because right now i think the colts are a better team than the steelers are and i think that the Ravens are a more interesting team than the Steelers are. The Steelers have shown they're not going to win the AFC, so I want to see somebody else step up and try.
1: Wow! <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's not winning the AFC, though, pal.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that defense <laughs> might. <laughs> uh, I I want to see them beat up on somebody. I want to see them beat up on New England, and I feel like I already know the story if Pittsburgh gets in and plays. I don't know. If... Baltimore's not going to be the two-seed
1: ever, though, right? No. Baltimore would be the three-seed, and I don't think they can travel and beat someone. I, like, I don't trust Lamar Jackson. Like, I'm sorry. No but faith. <laughs> he can't throw yet, man. He's still learning. I know he is, but
0: <laughs> it's the playoffs. I need you to throw a little. All right. So who do you got coming out of the AFC? Who are you thinking? So
1: if the Chargers win the AFC... Or mm-hmm. er, the AFC West, that's there. Yeah, I would have, I would have the Chargers coming out. Um, yeah, that's that would be my pick. I think they're the most, com- they're the most complete roster in the NFL. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I don't like you said. I didn't like the Steelers at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I didn't like New England at the beginning of the year. I thought Houston would be better than this. Mm-hmm. So I'm disappointed in them because I thought they would contend. Um, and I didn't believe in Kansas City this much. Okay, slow
0: down on the Houston hate. I am. Because that's that's my team who I think is going to come out. Okay. I think they're getting... You thought they turned it around. Okay, I I love that. I think they're they're turning it around, and I think that their style of play lends itself a lot better. I think they're Baltimore with a slightly worse defense and a far superior offense. I think that they can beat up on some of these more finesse teams. Before, I thought they'd get absolutely... Just destroyed by the Chiefs. The Chiefs have shown me they can be beaten up, mm-hmm. and I I do think that if they can secure a home playoff game, I, I think uh, yes,
1: I like the Texans if they can get home home playoff. I, that's what I'm saying though. I think they would have to go to Los Angeles, and I understand yeah. that's not really home field advantage, mm-hmm. but I would still expect the Chargers to win. Now, if the Chargers had to go to Houston different game i think it's a different story because you're right that's talent wise you know there's nobody
0: they can't play with houston or rather deshaun watson has currently tied for the most game-winning drives this year yep. so that's also something to take account of all right moving over to the AFC, or excuse me to the nfc right now we've got the saints at the first seed los angeles rams is the two chicago bears as the three all three of those teams are have clinched their respective divisions. Then in the fourth spot, we've got Dallas. Five in the first wildcard spot, we've got the Seattle Seahawks. Six, we've got the Minnesota Vikings. And the three teams that are, we're just going to say, the two teams that are still alive in reality are the Philadelphia... No, excuse me. There's one team that's still alive, the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Everyone else is dead. Yeah, and, but it, uh, but
1: it's fine. The, the NFC East sucks, but they're one of the divisions that can have another team in the playoffs it's fine though. yes it's fine, it doesn't though, make they any suck, sense but, but they <laughs> suck. um beside the point uh I think Philly can get in oh because
0: Dallas
1: Minnesota okay if if the Bears play their guys the last week of the season if they have to play their guys in order to secure the number one spot, Cause or the number two spot, right? To because they, they can move up to two. Yeah. Um. They're not getting the one spot, but if they can move up and try and get home field advantage, mm-hmm. do they play their guys that week and not yes. rest them? I think and so. beat Minnesota. Yeah. In Minnesota,
0: because then you're you're effectively playing right. for so a week off later.
1: Right. So then, if that happens and Minnesota loses that ball game mm-hmm. and the Eagles win these next two and win out, they're yeah. in the playoffs. True. So. I think Philly can get in. I think it's a long shot because I've loved Minnesota all year. I've been waiting for them to do what they did at the Dolphins. All that. I understand. But I think that would be the team to fall out because, like I said, I already think Seattle wins this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't expect them to lose last week of the season either. And once they get to 9-6, and six, they're in. So.
0: Yeah, fair point. I think 9-7. I think that, um, I guess personally, I have been a fan of, I guess, somewhat a – I've been a fan of Minnesota throughout this entire year. I thought all it was going to take is for them to put it together. I think roster-wise, they're one of the three best teams maybe in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And I guess from that side, I hope and think that they I would rather see them in the playoffs
1: than the Eagles. I I think (laughs)
0: that – so currently the Philadelphia Eagles – Oh, wait.
1: Not as a Cowboys fan. I would rather not play them. Yeah. I mean, I would rather watch them as a fan. <laughs> I yes, yes, I
0: agree. Because I, I think that... Uh, I think Minnesota can present more challenges to teams than the Eagles can currently. Oh, yeah. That being said, I do think the Eagles have momentum and they could easily move up. Right now, the team that I'm kind of looking at is Dallas, though, because... To come... To fall? To fall, because... They, Relapse week, man. It, it could be a week. I think they'll be okay, but...
1: If you tell me they're gonna lose to the New York Giants I'm, on a game where I might go to see that game, I'll I'll kill you.
0: Okay. Well, I won't say it then. I will say that they could lose at some point in the <laughs> next two lose. weeks, a couple times. They, could, they could lose. It
1: might not be this week, but it's gonna be the next yeah, one. <laughs> so,
0: uh, however that goes, my uh, okay. Well, I'll go first. My oh, prediction. That would be so Dallas. My my prediction for the NFC. I. I want to go to the Rams, but I think right now the answer is the Saints. I don't think that there's a strong argument. We, we're we pretty sure that they're going to be playing at home throughout these playoffs. It's going to be tough to bet against them, and I hope it doesn't happen, but I just that's who I think is coming out.
1: So I have New Orleans, as yeah. I said already. The one team I think New Orleans doesn't want to play is that Minnesota team. Yeah, because okay. that is the team that if they do put it all together, like you said, mm-hmm. roster wise, that defense should be phenomenal. Yeah, that defense should be phenomenal, and they have the weapons to do it on offense. And if Kirk Cousins can play,
0: I know he can get it done.
1: I know Kirk Cousins can do it. <laughs> so if you're New Orleans, that's the one team you don't want to play because you're right. Roster wise, I don't I don't know who else is better than
0: them really. I yeah, I think the only i i think they're waiting to play i i honestly think the biggest the team that could provide the biggest challenge might be the rams from the perspective of what i was talking about before in terms of losing teaches you a lot of things right. and i think they're waiting to play minnesota i think they're waiting to play dallas dude and i, think I know cowboys murder. fan d-
1: don't get mad at me <laughs> but they will not ever beat the Saints this year. Like again, I don't care where it is, I don't care what it's at. It could yeah. be at swimming, dude. They yeah. would lose. Like I, it doesn't even matter. We would we would get wiped because the Saints wouldn't lose to us in anything after what
0: happened to them in that primetime game. They just I think <laughs> I, don't I think, think, think they, they feel would I think they feel embarrassed by that and I think they're all thinking like we heard Kamara earlier in the year talk about like if we we should have been in. The, we should have been in the Super Bowl, and if we were in the Super Bowl, we would have destroyed. We would have destroyed the Eagles. We would have destroyed the Patriots. Right.
1: So and they. I think if they get Philly, if somehow Philly gets in and they wind up getting Philly, they, Philly would get smacked in yeah. New Orleans.
0: I I think the Saints. The Saints have a few teams on their shit list that they're waiting to see, and hopefully the, for the rest of us, they don't get to play them. Dude, so they're a bad team. They
1: can freaking. <laughs> they'll beat you up.
0: All right, Brendan. Looking at these uh, these matchups for next week, give us give us a lock and dog. What are you thinking for our, our betting viewership out there? So my dog this
1: week, I've already
0: yeah, eh, yeah whatever.
1: My dog this week, I've already given you guys is Seattle. I've technically already given you two because I'm also <laughs> giving you Oakland. They will both win. Um, my lock of the week this week is gonna have to be Minnesota. I know it's a lot of points. I'm sorry. It's five and a half. But I'll give you the Dolphins, too, honestly. <laughs> you, you, can, you can pick either one of them. They're both going to win. Mm. But I just, I, like you were saying, I I think the Vikings have actually turned a corner. Okay. I am yeah. keeping I my it. fingers crossed that they've turned a corner
0: and, and they're going to play very well. You've heard it You're here first. It? I... <laughs> I, you know, I've been bitten, I've been, I've been you know, they, they continually do that. I, I don't know. I don't trust them yet. I want to trust them, but I'll say that in terms of my picks, I'm going to take the Houston Texans, who are surprisingly a 2.5 underdog. It is at Philly, but hmm. they are a 2.5 That's underdog a to Philadelphia. And I think, I personally think they're going to get right. I think they can play against this team and – they they are also dogs like that's how they play i love they've adopted like the tyron matthew mentality they're gonna be hot for this game and in terms of a a lock for you i guess mm, i'm gonna go with the saints i i don't think there's there's any way they lose to the pittsburgh Steelers pittsburgh's so hot and cold i just don't trust them and the saints have been Consistent. That's what they've been all year. Like they've that. been consistent. So like there you go. There are our locks and dogs, and that is our show. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us at BCB Sports on Twitter and Instagram and give us a listen and recommend us to your friends if you get a chance. All right. Thanks.